All right, all right. First of all, I want to thank everybody for tapping in. We got my man, Mr. Stevie Lundy, Force MDs in the building. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to Conversations. How you doing tonight? How you doing? How you doing tonight? Okay. What's that? You broke up a little bit. Yeah, no. I don't know if it's the area I'm in because I'm in uh, Jersey right now. So, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. All right, cool, cool. We 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 going to jump it off like this. For those who don't know, I'm Al Mecca. This is Conversations. I talk to hip hop legends, R and B legends, and we have a legend from the force. And man, you guys is just like for people who don't know. It was you, you know, it was y'all and Rakim that put Staten Island on the map originally. It wasn't Wu Tang. Listen, <laughs> Rakim, because Rakim is from Long Island. We're from Long Island. Island. My bad. Yeah. My yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> One in my. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those other acts that came from Staten Island. He had uh, UMCs. They came from Staten Island. Uh, Shaheem, the Rugged Child. Yeah. Of course, Pop the Brown Hornet. Uh, a couple of others. Uh, you know, Staten Island had a couple of uh, rappers that came that, that made some noise out there. That's what's up. All right, let, let me start here. Let, let's take it back to Staten Island growing up. What were your musical influences? Oh, Jackson 5. He was number one. Number one of the Jackson 5. That, that made us just want to sing, you know, that, 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 that they, they birthed us to really sing it. Jackson 5, the Manhattans, I'm just naming them, Smokey Robinson, and Miracles, Temptations, Stevie Wonder, Sam Cooke, Elvis Presley, and Lil Frank Sinatra. We like Lil, we imitate Frank Sinatra also, but those are just some of the, the uh, artists that really influenced. But Jackson 5 is clearly number one. So, 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 what was the vibe like as you was growing up that that really got you into it? Like, was it like just a lot of talent shows? You know, what singing in the park? What was the vibe like? Yeah, uh, talent shows definitely one. Uh, another thing we used to sing in front of our building because we live in we used to live in a uh, projects out in Staten Island called Mariners Harbor Projects, okay. and that's when we started uh, performing in front of the building in front of people, and then we just started uh, gathering up a full. Big audience after the fact. Big audience to watch us perform every day. So it, got, it came times that people would beat us up if we didn't sing. So <laughs> eight days uh, if we didn't want to sing. So we just made it a habit of singing, and uh, uh, that trained us a lot. You know, uh, later on after that, that's when we started uh, performing on the Staten Island Ferry because we seen this uh, country uh, guitar player singing, and we. We seen him making a, a bunch a bunch of money in a big guitar case, and we yeah. did quote from Rakim. Speaking of Rakim, <laughs> I had nothing but lint in him, but we seen uh, this uh, this this country guy singing on a boat. And we said, "Hey man, my uncle's best friend, Uncle Jesse, is yo man. We we, we got to be if he can do it, we can do it." And that's when we started singing on the Staten Island Ferry. But at that time, we were called the LDs, the Fantastic LDs. Uh, Lundy, it was me, my brother, my other brother, T my bro me, my brother Khalil, my brother TC. We're brothers, and our uncle Jesse. We's fantastic LDs. And on the other end, 
I was rapping also as C's with my man. He's like a second cousin, second cousin, Mercury. And we had later on came my cousin Lil K1, but I had a DJ named Dr. Rock. And we had a DJ named Dr. Shop. We had Dr. Rock first. And uh, we used to do that. So I was in two groups at one time, the LDs and Dr. Rock and the Force. And us as Dr. Rock and the Force of C's, we made a name for ourselves for Staten Island. So we was the first act from Staten Island to go uptown to Harlem, the Bronx, and all that make a name for ourselves. People thought Staten Island was a forgotten borough to so, so many people. Like, they didn't want to count in Staten Island. But we changed that. It's way before home, the homeboys Wu Tang. We changed yeah. rap, harmonizing rap. You know, and uh, that made a big, that made a really a big uh, imprint, you know, on Staten Island. Everybody's, they call us Gilligan's Island until they heard us rapping. <laughs> oh, wow, they dope. These guys are dope, you know. So yeah. we really made they made a name of ourselves, uh, representing Staten Island, the borough of Staten Island. Man, y'all y'all have pioneered like like, and that and that's the thing. A lot of times as pioneers, you don't really get full credit, but a lot of people have kind of piggybacked a lot of what y'all brought to the game. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of times it's just you know based off the of timing. That like you said, you, you know you you got the hip hop. Then you got the singing, you know, especially when you're really a lyricist and can flow. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, it's it's real crazy because you know um, people won't really know our story. Uh, our story even clearer real soon. I can't really talk about. It. They don't know our story, but we were actually not only as the first rappers to come out of Staten Island, but me myself. Uh, you could even ask some of the guys, Dougie Fresh, and all my good friends that they was. I, I was one of the first cats they ever seen, like, freestyler on top of the head. This was the 81, 82. People was really doing that, that, that like that. I was freestyling on top of my head, rhyming on everything in the crowd, anything you got on. I used to be so really, really quick-witted when it came to that. Just so back mm -hmm. in the day, I really seen that too much before. So, you know, that's something we brought out of Staten Island also. But I'm pretty sure they could have had people out there, but I, we didn't really meet nobody who said they did it. So I... They are uh, Dougie, Rob Bass. You can ask Rob Bass too. That's that recognized me uh, freestyle on the top of the head back then. Man, it's, it's just so crazy because, like, also, I see a lot of your influence in, um, you know, in, in a lot of these R&B categories because I, I want to tell you who reminded me of you guys when I first heard them um, sing. Soul Sonic with the harmonies. I'm like, that's for some Ds. <laughs> Did you say Soul Sonic Force? No, Soul Sonic. Soul for real or Soul, Soul Sonic? No, Soul Sonic. With Bruno Mars now. Oh, Silk Sonic. Sil Silk Sonic? Yes, Silk so Sonic. <laughs> okay. Soul Sonic. Yeah, yeah, Silk Sonic. They call it Silk Sonic. Yeah, they harmony. They harmonies really reminded me of y'all. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, they... Uh, I love what they're doing. You know, they're bringing a real, real R and B back to uh, to the younger generation. Really know how to that real authentic sound sounds, and I love what they're doing. And they are they're opening the doors for older artists who's still doing it to let the younger generation know, like, hey, no matter what, it still sounds good. It has a old school feel to it, but it still sounds good. It's all about yeah. it. Still sounds. 
because a lot of people is really judgmental. Hey, you from the A, you old school. But let me tell you something. If people was, if everybody was blind and just heard voices singing, they wouldn't judge people as much. Their ears would judge it just by hearing the voice. You can have an old man with a soul singing a song and you feel it in your heart. It's all about feeling that song in your heart. So, you know, if people just, oh, well, but he's old though. You, know, you got to be a young guy, do this, but you know, it's just, it's all good, you know. I, and yeah. I, you know, that uh, what, I, what gets me, my brother, is when I see on YouTube the reaction videos of a younger generations listening to our records, never heard of us in their lives, but they hear us as, wow. They sound good. These guys sound good. I like this song. It sounds good. That's what it's all about. That's why they have yeah. that reaction. So people never heard of nobody. I don't care old or new. They never heard of when they hear it for the first time. Like, hey, it sounds good. Music is universal and just, it's a vibe. And got to hear it. You, 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 you know what, what I think is, is amazing, too? Because, um... Love is a House has to be like one of the most remixed songs by DJs in hip hop history. Yeah, that and, and Tender Love. <laughs> Tender Love was a lot of people remixed songs. DJs, yeah, DJs just be like eating. I'm like, I just remember back in the day, the very first time I heard it, I was like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And and you hear it so much. It's, I like that. And I got to thinking, I have not heard too many songs, especially from that era, that DJs just keep flipping like that. How, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel. It makes you feel really good, man. It just makes you. It makes you feel good when you can make a music, uh, make songs. People say classic, but I say timeless. That it can go through each generation of music and people like it, no matter how old they are. That's a blessing, right there. What's up, Miss Hinton? How you doing? Uh, that's a blessing that your music can go through generations. And it feels good right now to this day. Like even today, you, know, you hear your record on the radio, just listen to the radio. You still hear your record on the radio after 30, 40 years. You still hear your record on sound brand new. So that's that's a great feeling. That that means that we really accomplished something. And, you know, uh, we put our all in the studio. We get in the studio, man, we really sing it from the heart, man. And it's, yeah. it hurts me that sometimes that, we have so many songs that a lot of people really probably never heard. We've made a lot of great songs that the world is going to hear. Like a lot of them in here, we have song like I, I, it's too many, but yeah. the the classics that we have now is it's it's all good, you know. With it, you know, once they get to know us even more, uh, they will hear those other songs I'm talking about. We made some really nice songs, and, and and I think that's dope because like now is the time because the way everything is set up you can control the output of your music as you will. Yes, you're, you're right. You can definitely do that because, uh, you know, streaming is a lot of things that you don't want to use. Spotify, iHeart, and all that. And you can just make a song. Right now, you can go in the studio and make a song. You don't have to be with no record companies anymore as, as much. Some yeah. people, company will give you more backing to do what you got to do, but a lot of people is doing things on their own. So about social media is a big part of people selling records now. Your social media audience, you know, big, big, the bigger your audience, the more records you can sell without, without a record company. Yeah. There'll be live. 
people just getting your records from streaming your records off of, like I said, all these out these musical outlets. You know, that when when the more social media people you have that follow you, like you say you got a million followers, you you'll you'll sell your records. Not only that, if you have a million followers, they'll follow you to your shows anywhere around the country. Just by telling them, hey, it's Stevie D from the Force. We're going to be out in Texas. We're going to be out in Alabama this day. Y'all come follow us. Y'all come meet us there. And people do come. So that's the new, it's a new way now. Yeah. Promoters that promote it too. But, you know, social media is a big part of promotion now. You yeah, know? it's like you're just going direct to consumer. Exactly. Exactly. Boom. Not a lot of that, 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 that middleman and the politics. How how do you? Let me see how can I put this. You have I look at it like you've been in the game so long. How have you survived the music business? Oh, man, it's, it's 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 not easy, man. It's not easy, man. It's not a frustrational parts of the business you go through. Definitely financial parts of the business you go through, but you got to learn the business. The more you learn the business, the easier the steps will be going through the journey of your business. You gotta, that's why it's show business. Business is the part you got to really concentrate. Not the show, it's the business. You know, because a lot of people don't concentrate at this. They want all the fast jewelry, the fast this, the fast that. But not letting that, 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 that comes and goes. But you got the business. That means things will last longer in your life. You know, you, you, you have a, a income that's going to last you for the rest of your life. But if you want to be flashy and be flashy, you know, because all you're going to get being so flashy with all the, what, billion dollars in your neck is like, wow, that's dope, man. Wow, that looks nice, man. You got all the jewelry. Thanks, man. And that's it. That's all you're going to get. Don't get that off. Hey, I need that, man. So I, I want to buy me a house. Give me that off your neck. That's all it is, man. You know, you catch me buying a million-dollar watch. It's like, yeah, this is my watch. costs a million dollars. Wow, that's nice, man. You can get a watch that costs $10,000. Wow, that's nice, man. That's all you're going to get. Yes. You can get a $100 watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a compliment. Leave yeah. That you said That's dope. Thank you, man. I bought it for $2 million. Thank you. That's nice. You drive off, and that's it. That's all you're going to get. You can get a $50,000 car, kit it up, whatever. Yo, that's nice. I like the system. Yeah, thanks. You pull off. That's all you're going to get from people. You know, yeah. You know. some people think, you know, getting uh, more expensive cars, get them better-looking women, but they, they don't want you for that. They want you for their car. They want us to look good in your car. Or yeah. It's, it, it just, it don't, a lot of stuff don't pan out. You become a status symbol. Yeah, yeah, status symbol. So it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot, like I said, it's a lot of realness in the business, but it's a lot of fakeness also. So you got to keep your eyes open. Which is and this is why I really like talking to legends, you know what I'm saying, that, that's been in the game for a long time, because these younger people out here really got to understand and beware of these smoking mirrors, because right. this is not everything they, they seem. And, and a lot of times, too, they so caught up in the now, they don't think 10, 20, 30 years from now. Exactly, man. You got to invest. You got to invest. It's all about really being smart. You know, I'm happy some of the rappers are definitely learning to invest their money now. You know, they're getting pointers 
for people to invest their money and, you know, flip it, invest in real estate, do things like that. You know, because they're making triple, or maybe more than triple the money that Cats from our era was making. They're making just triple the money. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, the Cats in our era was making. So they, they, they have an opportunity to do so much good with their money instead of just blowing it, spending it, strip coloring it to death. Just <laughs> do something, you know, do something good and let the... Let let the family grow to your generations, of the, the the younger the, the other generations of your family to come. You know, yeah. It goes yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Let, let me ask you this: When you heard that Crush Groove, classic hip hop movie, wanted to have y'all song in it, what did that do for you? Oh, that, that was dope. They, they wanted us in a movie at first. They wanted us to perform the movie at first, but... Really? Oh, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Pan out. So they wanted... Uh, they, they chose New Edition instead, because New Edition was the hotter group, you know, because they, they, they like, you know, we already know New Edition was like the, the modern-day Jackson 5, so, you know, they was just like, they was just, they was out of here, you know, and uh, just in popularity, and everybody know their name, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, you know, so, you know, so... uh they didn't know what they people knew us, but they didn't know us like they do new edition. So they figured that it was a, a choice. They wanted to say, well, before some D's are more of a hip hop R and B group than they are, but new editions are more popular group than they are. So they put new edition in the movie instead of us. And this is this is the this this is news right here, so y'all can notice. All the people that's listening, the people that are listening. Not only did they put him in a movie. They were also gonna give them the record "Tender Love" to sing, but that, their record cover didn't pan out, and that's when they gave it to us. If New Edition can't do it, let's give it to Force and D's. Wow! Yeah, they gave it to Force and D's. Yo, busted out in two out two two and a half hours, and. You know, and we we had no idea, you know, but Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam already knew that that's going to be a big hit. I'm telling you. My Uncle Jesse, rest in peace, he was like, nah, man, these drums. He was arguing, going back and forth. Man, these drums in it, man. He's like, nah, nah, leave Tender Love just like it is the piano. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> and he, he proved Jesse wrong. Like, it's going to be a hit without the piano. And they was right. That was a huge, like, blockbuster, you know, and uh we thank them for this day. And, and, and the part that people have to know, if you're listening, just to, to uh, get uh, fun facts, Tender Love was Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam's first, let me say that again, their first crossover top 10 hit out of all the records they made. Tender Love was the first one. They made SOS Band, you know, all that, but that didn't go. And they went R and B, but I'm talking about R and B and pop. Pop. That was these they was aiming for that pop charts. And we was first to crack the code and made them a top ten record. Pop. Force and Bees came first and Sherelle, New Edition, everybody came after Ten to Love. So much I know. And, and and it's been a whole lot of babies made off that joint. <laughs> he asked me for child support. They asked me for child support. I was like, Yo, hey, my fault. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that cause that that thing is is whew, that it was serious, serious. And, and to this serious. day it still feels good, and and I and I think that's a testament to your music. Like when you hear it, it still feels good. Like a lot of music, 
is is it seems disposable to me. Like you can tell, it really doesn't have no longevity. Like it, it don't it don't really hit you right. Like microwave music, it comes and goes. Yeah. Some, some is like I said, you got some still got some good music out there, but you got a lot of that's, that's just microwave come and go. You know, but, you know, but definitely got some still got some, people made some good stuff like Maxwell. All these guys made some good. Still make some great Joe. He's like some. Yeah. They still make some good music. You know, but uh, like I said, uh. Uh, I always we we gonna always it's 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 it hurts us that we never got a chance to work back with uh, Jeremy Lewis. You know, we only we only did one song. Yeah, we we I think we did made a lot of magic with a lot of songs, but uh, unfortunately, we couldn't make we uh, our record company felt it was a little too expensive, and we never worked with him again. That's, that's that's that you know but we we're blessed we're blessed to just to the fact that we got a number one, we got a number one record from there man you know and we will take take that to be a class a timeless classic we'll take that yeah no doubt. we ain't mad you know it's just okay <laughs> let me ask you this here being a surviving member and you know to, to to lose your brothers that, that you've been in the trenches with, you know what I'm saying? Y'all done traveled around the world, been on stage. How has that affected you mentally in, in just processing these losses and, and moving forward with your life? Okay, well, that's a good question, man. I'm really starting to see how Otis from The Temptations feels. You know, because they went through the same thing. He lost four original members of his group also. Uh, you know, he lost Paul, Otis. Otis um, is still a name, but he's maintaining the group. So 2022, maintaining the group. You know, you get, you get new members, but you don't just can't contain the legacy. So that's what I've been doing. Luckily, uh, we have a very musical inclined family and my brother, Khalil, who <clears throat> was in the group from the beginning, all the talent shows up, he was my brother Khalil, but he left the group right before we signed the deal, but he came back to the group. So he's back to the group now. And we have our young nephew, his name is Zaim the Dream, we call him Zaim the Dream. And <clears throat> us three been continuing the legacy uh, for the last six, maybe six, five, six years. And the the magic of it is that since we are related, because we are related, most of the group is all related. So we all sound alike, and we still have the sound. And that, that's what that's what shocks people. Like, man, yo, it's only three of them. They still sound like it's five of them. They still sound good. So that's a blessing that God gave us. So we can still continue to sound. We can still give a good show. We still give a good show. Passionate. We be into it. I can still dance a little something. You know, I'm the oldest, but I can still But, uh, yeah, we still do our thing, and uh, that's a blessing, man. And it hurts thinking about uh, all our members, but we feel that they're with us spiritually on stage every night that we perform. Because that's my uncle, my brother, Mercury's my second cousin. Trisco's the only one to us. Trisco the past, but he's like a brother. He's like a brother to me because we've been through so much in all those years. So, but we just keep we keep the legacy going, man. That's what we're still doing. We're still making songs. We're still touring. Uh, we got a lot of stuff in store. And my nephew, Zayim, the, the youngest one that's in the group right now, he mm -hmm. has a solo project out because he's a solo artist also, but he sings with us. 
It's called Butter Smooth. And I guarantee you, when you hear this, you're going to say, this guy is unbelievable. He's, he's super, super talented. It's Butter Smooth by Zayim with a Z. Z-I-E-M-E. If these guys want to get something good to listen to, he, he made a album full of remix that Ice-T. Ice-T is a, his, a guy that's uh, he's like his protege. He's Ice-T. He's like kind of under the management of Ice-T. So mm -hmm. Ice-T said, man, if you're really good, let me see you make a whole lot of... Uh, make some of the songs that I grew up on. So he made a lot of nice songs. Uh, it's really good uh, from stylistics. Because he has that silky falsetto like my brother TC also. And uh, I really advise you guys to check his album out called Butter Spoon. I, mean, I would definitely do that. I would definitely do that. So where where um where can we see you perform? What you, What's your tour date? You, you got anything coming up? I don't have my dates with me on top, man, because it's in my phone. I can't go to my phone because it's, it's going to cut us off. But yeah. we're going to be in California all in February because we got like a, four Valentine dates there. We're going to be in Washington. Uh, we just came from Philly. We just did Philly. We're going to be in Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, we got a show in, uh, oh, I know it's Chattanooga. I think it's Chattanooga, Chattanooga Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. And, that's just the I know we got a boat ride coming up too. We got a boat ride coming up. So we're still busy moving and, you know, shuffling and moving and doing our thing, man. And that's a blessing that we still get. They're still calling us to do better things, you know. Uh, we see uh, there's a lot of tours out there that have a lot of 90s groups. Uh, so we're from the 80s. So sometimes we fit in, sometimes we don't. We, we fit in anybody. Knowing us, we fit in anybody. <laughs> Y'all kind of like a tweener. You're yeah, like everybody between. We we we'll, we'll we still do our thing. So I ain't worried about whoever we, we we do. He does our thing, you know. So uh, uh, yeah. Just all I gotta say is when you see us in your town, come check us out. You won't be disappointed. I ain't no braggadocious guy. I'm just confident. I know our abilities. What we do, we do it for a long time. You start to know the stage and be a veteran. You're a veteran. You know what you're doing. So that's us, man. No doubt, no doubt. What advice would you have for up-and-coming artists that, that's really trying to get their feet wet right now? I will say have a good team around you. That's the key thing. You got to have a good team around you, trustworthy, honest. Can't have no yes men around you. How does sound, man? Oh, that's dope, man. That's dope, man. That's dope, man. And no, it sounds whack. That's, that's something you can't have. Can't have no yes men around you that just agree with everything you say because you're making money and you 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 you're feeding this family. They'll say yes to anything you do. You just gotta have some people that's honest to be around you to tell you the truth, tell you the truth about yourself. That's the ones you're gonna respect in the long run. That's gonna be real, real with you. And uh, it's all about just learning the business, you know. It's reading books, mm -hmm. learning the business. You know, don't just think about you're gonna get money here that that. Learn how your money gonna last. It's all about learning, too. And to be around good energy, you gotta have people with good energy to be around. Because always a bad energy that tries to lurk around your circle. You gotta be. You gotta have to keep your eyes open. People that's that. It's always a bad seed. You gotta watch out for the bad seeds that be around you. Just try to be, you know, and that's all, man. Just the, the good energy. You bring good energy. Good energy comes to you. So that, that's pretty much what I can say about that. 
That's what's up. All right. Before we go, I, I got one last serious question here. Yes, sir. When you about to hop in your whip and ride around town, what you listening to? I said when when you hop in your car and you about hey. to just I said when when you about to hop in your car and just ride around, what are you listening to? What you bumping right now? Like I love what you who you said in the beginning, I love Silk Sonic. That's Silk, nice. yeah. Blacks and Bruno Mars is like to me, man, he is he's the ultimate dude, man. He's like Michael and Prince mixing one. He got he got he's that he got that it to him, the it factor to him. Uh super talented brother. I listen I listen to I love Usher. I love Usher's music. I listen, listen to Usher. Listen to my old school hip hop. I like old no disrespect to the newer hip hop. I like old school hip hop, like Houdini and all of you know, I like that type of hip hop. A little better than the hip hop. A lot of hip hop sounds good, a lot of it sounds the same. I don't know who's who no more, but you know, some of it, <laughs> some of it stands out and some of it don't. Everybody just got the same flow to, you know, but uh Yeah. It too is I, I can't I ain't gonna hate on because that's the that's the people's ear what they hear today. That's how hip hop is to them today. But I like the older hip hop, you know, I like the like the, the old old older music, you know, because I'm I'm up there, but I like the older music. I, I get back then hip hop. You understand? It's back then you could recognize who's who. Oh, that's Slick Rick. Oh, that's Public Enemy. You just just by hearing that's LL. You can just know him straight up. This this hip hop. You don't know who's is that Drake or is that his brother? It's, it's, it's a little different. A little different now. You know so. Yeah. You you you, you like you like that that hip hop back from the Latin Quarter days. <laughs> you know. uh just I, I'm looking at my man, Mr. Broadway from the Furious Five. He's be the Furious Five. What's up, bro? Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites too. Uh, Furious Five, Nelly Mel, and those guys. Man, I just love all that stuff. I still. That's why. Let me tell you something, man. This this is very important. It's just like you're in a party. They play all the trill music, drill whatever, drill music, boom, boom, boom. And then when they go back to the '90s and the '80s. Biggies and all that stuff, people are still dancing on the dance floor. That's the whole topic. Are you going to stay on the dance floor dancing to good music? Don't matter where it comes from, as long as it's good music, people's going to dance, sing along. Oh, I remember that. That's my joy back in the day. They're going to sing it because it was good music. Not to, oh, you play that old school stuff. I don't care where you go, people's going to still go. That, that was the joint, though. Tupac, and all of a sudden, people's, it, they're always going to love that because that's part of hip-hop history. They're always going to love him. My thing, I say one thing right before I go. I wish in parties, they get back to playing slow music, you know, like we used to do. You play all oh, then slow it down a little bit. Give, give a couple of slow joints in there. Hey. <laughs> I, I I got a couple of uh, friends that's DJs, and I am so I like you can play some slow joints, man. I'm I'm, I'm trying to get close, you know. Yeah. Get... <laughs> shout out to shout out to the Southern Soul, uh, Southern Soul music. That's really that's really big right now. It's really doing their thing right now. Shout out to my homeboy Sir Charles Jones and all the casters, Black Zach. These all the casters doing that Southern Soul. Southern Soul's becoming a big 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 deal. So. All the people in New York who don't really up on it as much. Watch out. Southern Soul is hitting hard down south. I moved to Georgia, and I see it, man. It's hitting hard. So 
Look out. That's what's up. That's what, man, Stevie, I want to thank you so much for your time. It's been an honor, man. You keep on doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep on supporting you. Like I said, man, you need to holler at me, man. I'm here for you. Whatever I can do for you, I'll help you promote whatever. I am here for the culture, my man. Yes, indeed. Thank you, man. I'm going to say one more time. Rest in peace to my stepson. Uh, we lost his funeral today. And, uh, Aziz, man, you rest in peace in heaven, man. All right, y'all. Thank y'all, everybody that joined in and checked us out. And thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> follow me on Instagram, almecha 330 You can also follow my website. You can see the replay of this, this conversation. Almechalife.com. It'll be up there. We do hip-hop, R&B, got athletes, man, just trying to do it and make a difference in the culture. All right. And go to officialforcemds.com. I'm going to Stevie D, uh, FMDS.com. I'm on at, at Instagram. Y'all go check us out, too. All right. Peace and love, everybody. I'm out. Peace out, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Peace.